Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. I'm Vivian McKinnon. How is everyone doing? I Right before recording this episode, and this is actually something I often do before doing something um, that like I want to bring intention to, which I try to do with most things these days, but obviously I can't do with everything. Um, I was like very intentional about uh, how I wanted to adorn myself before I sat down to record this. Um, so I went and picked out this like beautiful floral, uh, bright colored, kind of farmhousey skirt. And I put on some jewelry and I put my hair down and I put some braids in it and I made sure I did a really loving skincare ritual and took my herbs, took my tinctures and got myself nice and ready. And doing that for myself has become such a joy whenever I have anything uh, important that I'm tending to. I want to do it like I want to embrace it fully. I want to embrace myself and really bring like my fullness to it. Um, and yeah, the way that that whole process is just like part of what I'm always talking about when it comes to self-care. But also I'm like always giggling these days about how I dress and this effort toward like um, embracing my feminine because it's so drastically different from how I was for most of my life. Um, and I absolutely love this newfound like reclamation of my feminine essence. And so I want to talk about that today because I've had enough conversations with women to realize that a lot of us are in the process um, of reclaiming our feminine essence after, you know, the first or just certain parts of our lives being feeling like over masculinized, right? Like it's not safe or it's not comfortable or I don't know how to lean into my um, strong feminine sensual energy. <clears throat> so I'll start by sharing that my childhood has some very clear indicators of sexual trauma or sexual abuse. Um, and I, <clears throat> one of those indicators being that I don't actually remember much from my childhood. So if this occurred, um, I'm, 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 I'm intuitively assuming it did. Uh, I don't remember it, but like I said, there are some indicators, um, and one being that I was a tomboy for a portion of my childhood. And I remember there was a certain age where I kind of was like proud of like, man, I was a tomboy. And, you know, it's not that I should shame myself for it. But now um, where I'm at now in life, understanding that, you know, it, it's very likely that I became that out of um, out of a desperation to protect myself after experiencing some type of abuse. And I speak on it casually because I've done a lot of work to heal this part of my life. Um, so I apologize to anyone that might be feeling uncomfortable or triggered by this. But um, yeah, this is, I've done a lot of work on this and I've held little Vivian dearly uh, and wept with her many times um, and reminded her that she's so safe now and she's thriving. But um, yeah, I, I can look back and there's photos of it of, you know, my younger self dressed in just these like my brother's hand-me-down. So just like oversized baggy clothes and um, 
yeah, it's like, uh, why do why do women do this? Why do they become tomboys? We're in an effort to protect our femininity, to protect ourselves, um, over masculinizing ourselves, um, to protect ourselves. It's a shield. We something has happened that has made us feel like we are not safe um, to to be in our feminine and so we embody like a more masculine energy out of protection and there's something just like absolutely beautiful about that um and of course there's the sadness with it but it's been this wild absolutely wild journey to get from there uh to where i am now and i think it's very normal that the pendulum kind of tends to swing and as we're like kind of calibrating like in trying to understand uh, our own experience. And um, yeah, so I would say the pendulum really swung the other way at at a certain age. I couldn't even like give you a number where I started leaning into my feminine, but it wasn't my feminine. I think the femininity that I was leaning into was a reflection of the culture. So I basically had no guidance about what it can look like to lean into the feminine. So I basically look to my culture to um, decide what kind of woman I wanted to be. And indeed, I became a lot of what I was seeing on, what, like MTV? Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's so sad, but it's so true, right? This is why it's important us women now do the work so we can be wise women for the younger generations that will need this guidance, will... And we can hopefully spare them some of the um, harder lessons we've had to go through. But yeah, I I went I went I, the pendulum swung the other way, and suddenly I find myself as like this promiscuous woman, desperately seeking out like as much attention as possible, and it was all from a very like low vibrational place. Like I was not in it was not an act of love the way I was showing up. It was not pleasure self pleasure. It was. It was chaotic confusion. Uh, it was it was like imitating what I see, not embodying my true essence. So dressing in this like much more like slutty way, which, you know, hey, like I'm not necessarily like it. I think you can intentionally dress sexy. I love to dress sexy, by the way. So there's like it's all about I think everything comes down to like what's the intention behind it? Like who are you doing this for? Why are you doing this? Like, what's the frequency behind this choice? So I'm referring to a time in my life where I was, you know, caked on with makeup and dressing a certain way and acting a certain way and doing what I thought was like being more feminine to draw in the male gaze, which I wanted because I was craving connection, but I didn't know what healthy connection was. So little did I know I was actually furthering my pain and suffering and trauma by having this casual um, encounters with men and not actually giving myself like the deep love that I was really craving. Totally disconnected from myself, totally unaware of like how to even that, you know, when, when dysfunction becomes so normalized, it's like, there's no, it's hard to see 
to even recognize like that it doesn't have to be this way. Like you don't have to feel this bad. It's like people that have been in chronic pain for so long and they think that that pain is the human experience. And it's like, oh no, like you don't, you're actually supposed to feel really vibrant and healthy in your body. This is just, this pain has just become normalized for you. Right. So yeah, being on this other end of like this kind of like hyper feminine from this, like I think almost like a feminist perspective, this, you know, this just like in an unhealthy feminist perspective of like, like, oh, I just want to be sexy. It's my right, blah, blah, blah. Once again, nothing wrong with wanting to be sexy, but it all comes down to like, what's the energy behind this? So harming myself, traumatizing myself even further, um, packing on more work that later I would have to like unpack, um, and yeah, that's, that, that took, that was years of, of exploring life like that and not feeling nourished by it. And more and more, like as it continued being more susceptible to making like decisions that sabotaged my own happiness, you know, it's like digging your heels in, even though you're like, man, this isn't working for me, but I also like, am not sure how to find another way to show up. So I really think motherhood, I, I, why motherhood is so important to me is it's, it was the catalyst for, um, just showing up so differently. It was, it was the thing that made me be like, Oh, time to do life differently. And it's been this like really beautiful, slow process of unpacking, unlearning, um, healing, growing, getting to know myself, doing the shadow work, doing the inner work and all of this and reconnecting with my feminine essence. And it's been just absolutely gorgeous. And, um, such a huge part of this is the self care and why I'm such a huge advocate of self care. Part of what makes the feminine essence so beautiful is the softness, the gentleness, this caring, nurturing that we like inherently carry within us. But what's, what's really interesting is I'm fascinated by the fact that women understand that they, that this is like their superpower, right? This like ability to be a healer and to support and um, hold others. Yet we're like so disconnected from offering this soft gentleness to ourselves. It's fascinating. Like I bet you, you know women that are such kind, loving, gentle, just sweet souls, yet they are so fucking hard on themselves. Is that you? Like, that's me that I'm, I'm still like unlearning this. Like, why am I so why am I so loving and forgiving and caring with others? Yet I struggle to offer that to myself. So self-care and how I advocate for self-care is, is part of reclaiming that feminine essence. It's a reclamation of like ourselves. You're reclaiming yourself because you deserve that patient, tender, kind, nourishing, healing love that you want to offer to others. Like, why are we, why are we normalizing Um, it's the martyr, the like martyr syndrome, right? It's like, we're normalizing this, this, this idea of like women and mothers in particular must be the martyrs of self, you know, self-sacrificing in order to care for others and please others. And I, I, I just, I don't 
I don't agree. And I will be the first woman, I won't say the first woman, but I will be the woman that goes to any woman and is like, put yourself first. Stop what you're doing. Put yourself first and see what happens. Just try. Just try it out and see what happens. Start. Stop worrying about who's going to try to guilt trip you. Stop worrying about, like, don't like let go of, of like, stop feeling bad for putting yourself first. Because if you really want to show up in your family, in your community, in your business, wherever it is, if you really want to show up as a strong, healing, feminine energy, you absolutely must be offering this to yourself first. It's the only way. Also, I'm finding that because of the sickness in our society and our culture, and there's just a lot of uh, similar challenges many women are facing, we are naturally kind of being forced to lean more into a masculine energy that maybe we don't want, or we're trying to find that balance, right? So if you are feeling like, well, I'm, you know, in this, my life circumstances are asking me to you know, kind of show up with a more masculine energy. There's nothing wrong with that. I think, I think that's useful. I think that, you know, the ma- the masculine energy is great. I think I, I absolutely love and cherish the masculine in me that has like grown this business, the, the grittiness of like growing a business. Like, hell yeah, I, I'm, I fully embrace that. But I, it's like, I understand the importance of balancing out that masculine and like leaning back into my feminine um, for, for my own, like for my own health. Right. So it's like, um, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but it always comes back to self care. So like self care, these, these acts of love, these moments of self care that I offer to myself are, are slow, they're patient, they're loving, they're gentle. They're a moment for me to um, be still and offer myself stillness and and just that slowness, like a slow, subtle, like honey, you know, it's slow, like a bath. Like a bath is not meant to be rushed and chaotic. A bath is meant to be slow and bringing the nervous system down and, um, regulating and, and, and feeling, feeling that like, you know, that just like, I don't know. It's such a, it's such a particular feeling and it's so easy to like lean, to like lean too deep into the masculine and you're kind of in that like more stressed out, like I gotta do, I gotta do. Like, that's fine. The more I do that, the, the more I like, I carve in these moments of self-care to fall and melt back in into my like succulent sweetness of like feminine pleasure of like massaging my body just lovingly like I am my own like my own source of love like I I can give myself everything that I crave um and I am like absolutely just in love with how powerful it is to embrace that feminine essence, like how, 
how powerful it feels to to know that I I I not only want beautiful things, but I deserve beautiful things. And to buy myself beautiful things and to shower myself, you know, it's like it's it's my business, right? It's what I like sure you don't need skincare products, but oh the love that goes into a skincare routine and spraying this beautiful hydrosol over my face and feeling the floral, you know, goodness of it, feeling the plant magic of it, and then using a nice nourishing oil to touch my skin lovingly. My fingertips are full of healing energy. That's the power of a woman. She is, her touch is healing. Why do you think a child goes to their mother and says, kiss my boo-boo? And they go from like crying like it's death to like, immediately after that kiss happens they're like okay and they just kind of walk away like it's nothing it i that cracks me up i think i've probably talked about it before on the podcast why are we not offering ourselves that same healing touch that same healing love and it has to be felt right it's an energy it's like who you you know there's no fooling it it's like you know it's like the intention behind what you do is everything, right? So if you're in, 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 I think the whole point of like meditation, um, and these, yeah, meditation, prayer, these kinds of things that like ground us, I think the whole point is like clear away your clear, clear away it all and be very present in the simplicity of say braiding your hair now I'm not perfect at it there are nights where I'm like desperately trying to braid my hair as fast as possible because the baby's crying but I just want to get my hair up so my hair's not being pulled by the other kids and of course that happens I'm not you know I can't do I'm just not at a point where I'm able to do this every night but man when I slow down and I braid my hair lovingly And I just can feel the energy flowing from my fingers. And I feel like a goddess. And in my mind's eye, I just see myself as like this goddess. Like just, wow, look at this beautiful hair that I've grown. Like look at my beautiful crown of hair. And look at how gorgeous I'm weaving this braid. This braid being woven with intention and love. And I'm sitting here reminding myself of how gorgeous I am as I'm weaving this braid into my hair. Holy shit, what a difference. What a difference to show up like that for myself. Same thing with like a bath, you know, it's like, or, you know, you take a shower, you rush through it, I just need to get cleaned up or whatever, but setting the mood for a bath, oh my goodness, lighting some candles, smoking a smoke, putting all of like my, it's like a bath, this is part of why I love baths, it's like, we're all witches, right? Like it's a witch's brew. You're making a witch's brew. So I'm just like always adding in all kinds of stuff to my bath, like vinegar, herbal vinegars, um, uh, clays and flowers and oils. And like, I just love to put so much stuff into my bath and then just sitting there and I'll like, it's so, it's so funny. I used to, I used to think a bath was boring. (laughs) And now when I'm in the bath, I'll just like look at my skin glistening with the candle flickering and just kind of like, you know, touching my face, maybe touching my breast, maybe just like 
wiggling my toes in the water and kind of like having these visions of myself as like a mermaid. Like, does this sound silly? Maybe it does, but this creating this like moment for myself is so profoundly like nourishing and healing. And it is me leaning into my feminine essence and like, you know, adorning my bathtub with all of my crystals. Like, are my crystals like giving me this like profound healing energy? Sure, maybe, maybe not. But like, I love to see my beautiful crystals lined up there with the flickering of the candles. And it is unbelievably powerful what a woman can offer herself when she's lovingly leaning into her feminine. So it's like, um, you know, there's just so much to this, like stripping away what we've been taught is being, is feminine and like tuning into like what, what really feels feminine within us, you know, a sensual dance. Like I remember, and I've talked about, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this in a past episode. I remember dance used to feel like, oh, this is like, you know, you go out to the club and you dance and guys are looking at you and I'm dancing because I want to be seen as sexy. And it's so interesting to have had that perspective in the past. And now, like, I dance for me and I have this big giant mirror and I dance in front of it and I look at myself and I'm just like, hello, beautiful. And I love just like the feeling, the motions, like seeing myself in this flow state and like moving my body like the healing movements those curves those like curvaceous movements feel so beautiful and it's like I am sexy I'm being sexy for me it's like I wanted to be sexy for somebody but it's like now I'm just being sexy for me and I do have to say I used to say all the time I remember for most of my life this like I just want to be understood right there's like just this like do you relate to this? I remember saying this to, like, I've said this to people. I felt this way forever. Like, I just, if only people would understand me, I just want to be understood. Little did I know that whole time, I really just wanted to understand myself. (laughs) And I'm laughing because it's like, it's so simple. Yet it's like, how fucking long did it take me to get there? Like, I really just wanted to understand myself. I really wanted someone to get to know me. I remember saying this to, you know, my husband, like, you know, I just want you to know me. Well, is that really what I want? Or is it, I really like that craving, that yearning to be known? Is it really something that I need someone else to do? Or is it my, like something within me telling me, get to know yourself, girl. Like you really want to get to know yourself. My desire to be seen as sexy. Is it really other people's validation that I'm sexy that I'm seeking? Or is it, I need to embrace my own inner sexy and and see her and validate that within myself so it's so interesting because I no longer give a single fuck about anyone else thinking that I'm sexy or beautiful or interesting or capable or whatever because I've explored these parts of myself and validated these parts of myself and now I see myself as this sexy woman and that's beautiful and it's not important for someone else to see that. And I don't care about others understanding me because I have learned to understand myself. And so much of these, um, these moments occur when I step into my feminine essence, when I'm in moments of self care. And if I lose my way, if I'm like, if I'm being distracted from, from this knowing, 
it's always my self-care rituals that bring me back there and remind me. So if I have a lot going in my, on in my life that's making me stressful, that's making my nervous system frazzled and I'm losing my patience, my acts of self-care, and there's just like, it's, it's infinite. There's so many things we can do. Um, but my acts of self-care and, and tuning into them with intention and, and slowness and love is like how I come back to this reminder of like, you are worthy, girl, you are worthy. You are worthy of all the love. You are worthy of all the patience. And how the fuck are you going to be patient with your little children if you're not even patient with yourself? So stepping into my feminine essence is allowing me to be a better mother. It's allowing me to um, know myself better. It's helping me reclaim all the things that I once outsourced, you know, outsourcing all of this validation that I really actually truly just wanted to feel from myself. And um, the playfulness, the silliness, the, the girliness. Oh my goodness. It's so funny. I just think it's so funny how much I loved being like a tomboy and how much I loved being like, I, I get along with guys better. I get along with, you know, I don't really get along with girls. And, um, you know, this desire to like do more masculine things and kind of scoffing at the girly things like I, I was her I was that I was that and to you know reclaim these parts of myself that are like yeah I can do I can do boy things like yeah I have four boys obviously I'm like I'm down to like you know play with swords with each other every now and then and I'm, I'm like down to do some some boy stuff but overall like nothing feels as nourishing as leaning into just like the beautiful girly feminine stuff and like getting dressed up I made a meme yesterday that was just the epitome of me lately like my house is like desperately begging me to clean it and instead I'm just like putting on some fun music and going into going in front of my big mirror and just like trying on clothes and dancing with my clothes on and putting on some cute jewelry I'm literally okay so this is like probably how I'm gonna end this podcast episode um I mentioned earlier that I don't have a lot of memories of my childhood I feel like I yeah I, I you know it's sad because my son always asks me like mom what was your childhood like and I'm like I don't freaking remember so sorry I don't know um and you know what has been just unbelievably healing for me is as I reclaim myself as I reclaim my feminine as I re as I heal these these wounds and reconnect with um my inner child I am literally and, and also like mothering I will say although I am mothering a bunch of boys but still um I am living out my childhood that I like didn't get and I am I'm choosing it I am choosing to like I, life has never felt so good I, I you know it's like how interesting is that this like you know, traumatic childhood that you don't even remember, but you can be arrive at a point in adulthood where you're like, I'm literally spending my days in that child like joy. I'm creating, I'm having fun with my children. I'm like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm dancing. I'm singing. I sing all the time now. And my kids love it. We all love to sing. Um, joyfully eating, playing outside, like hugging trees, talking about plants hanging out with my friends like I am truly living out 
the childhood that I feel like I didn't get. And it's been just like this, like so beautiful. Like I said, saying, I don't want to do my chores right now. Instead, I want to play dress up and, and sing and dance and like, just, just like be silly and smile at myself in the mirror. And that feels so fucking good and healing. And, um, yeah, it's all like a beautiful side. Like these are all just like beautiful side effects of, of really reclaiming myself, reclaiming my essence and, and putting myself first, um, with that care and, and being okay with like, yeah, of course there are times I get stressed out. There are times that I, my masculine really like ramps up and I'm like, Oh, I got to control this situation or whatever. No one, no one else is controlling this. I'm like, that's all good. But like, Oh, now the medicine of like, of leaning back into me and like giving back to myself and slowing down and like gently pushing everybody away to be like, to set that boundary. Like, Hey, I love you all, but I need to go take care of me for a little bit and doing nice things for myself and doing it with so much love and intention and offering myself that healing magical touch that everyone else is coming to me for, right? Because we do, we have that as women. It's inherently within us. Um, everyone else wants to come to me for it and no one else is making sure that I'm giving that to myself. Only you are going to make sure that you give that to yourself. So that's my spiel for today. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in to the Mama Pachamama podcast. I am really trying to ramp up some beautiful ratings and reviews because I would love to see this podcast grow into something bigger. I have a lot of big plans for this upcoming year um, just for Mama Pacha Mama in general. So please, if you listen and you love it, I would just be so grateful if you took some time to leave a review. Um, I've also been working on a new project. If you watch my stories on Instagram, you've probably seen it. I've been playing around with copper jewelry, um, specifically copper hair jewelry, which is like, once again, another beautiful expression of my feminine essence, that desire to create with my hands, the desire to adorn my beautiful body, my beautiful crown of hair and putting like jewelry in my hair. Oh my God. It's just, uh, I like giggle, uh, as I do this. And I just like the love I'm putting into these creations. It's been so fun. Once again, I'm living out my childhood dreams by like sitting here and making jewelry and not just for myself, but hopefully, um, I'll start selling it for other women who would appreciate it. So yeah, check that out. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in and have a beautiful day.